Welcome to Big Hospitality's latest United We Stand podcast. Today, we're talking to Elizabeth Haig, the Singaporean-born but UK-raised chef behind Borough Market's May May. So thank you very much for, for, for joining us, Elizabeth. So like everyone, you were forced to close, but I understand you, you've just reopened May May. So we switched May May to a, like, more like an online store, and we're selling more like our own produce because it's very difficult for us to sell a hot food takeaway from May May and Barra Market at the moment. Sort of just general consensus is with their policy at the moment, it's just like come shop, leave, um, rather than come eat and linger. So they just said, you can't do hot food for the time being. So we were like, okay, just switch to delivery then. Basically turned it into a giant production kitchen because that's what it is. <laughs> so we're making the produce there and we're distributing it and delivering it from that point. We did like a quick, a quick online poll and I think the general consensus people wanted stuff that they could dip in and out of. So that's why we came up with the chilli sauces. So our stand, basically our signature condiments that we use at Maymay, the kaya and the sambal chilli sauce, were the most two popular ones that people were happy to purchase. So we made those. We've also come up with our own like spice mix. This is something that I was working on maybe for a couple of months now anyway. I kind of had sort of the, what I wanted to bring together quite quickly. And it's basically a spice mix that's all pre-measured out. Um, there's a very, very clear recipe on the back of the packet, which is like you mix it, blend it with onions and water to make a spice paste. In our um, in cooking, we call a rempa spice paste, which means it's just literally a bunch of spices and mixed paste. And then you cook that out in oil um, and then you add whatever you want, the vegetables or meat, um, and then add in whatever stock, water or coconut milk. And that's basically your curry done. It was just the hard thing was just trying to work out how to do distribution. Um, which was, and how are you doing that? Is, is that something that can be, is, is that an ambient thing or, or does it need to be refrigerated? Um, the products are, so the spice makers are all ambient, so they're fine. But the... Um, <laughs> The kaya and sambal are fresh products and we don't use preservatives or additives. So they do need to keep refrigerated at a certain temperature. So we did like a number of tests for like delivering to my house. And my postman was like, you're delivering to yourself, aren't you? <laughs> um, we basically, we were looking at all these sort of different sustainable methods for keeping things cool. So we're using a company called Woolcool, which is like recycled wool. Um, that acts as like an insulator rather than using plastic polystyrene. And how are you getting this food to your customers? For the nationwide stuff that we're using, we're doing a um, using a little courier, um, and it's like the next day. And uh, we, when it's local deliveries, we used like um, yeah, like a courier bike courier thing, like Stuart. Yeah. Um, so it was really difficult to um, do a mass, um, and also quite pricey. We are speaking with. I mean, I got the clear to do delivery now. I can say that. <laughs> but um, we can only do that in the evenings because I understand, like, we're we're just completely, you know, completely different. Like most restaurants, we have a you know a, a landlord that has to act as like a collective for all the other traders in the market. So we um, would they would they would they wouldn't recommend having all these courier bikes coming you know into the market, and especially when we're one of nineteen hot food traders they went, you know if all of us yeah. had 10 you know 10 couriers each there'd be the spikes everywhere so he said that we could do um hot food from the evenings which is something that we're looking into doing for fridays and saturdays and then try and build up sort, sort of like a or have like a menu online for like a singapore supper club or something every friday and you could pre-order that 
and then get that delivered out. Um, but yeah, the moment it's all the deliveries is just focusing on the nationwide, um, all our produce side of things because that seems to be, yeah, it seems to be supporting us enough, just enough, just. Well, th- there's a lot of uncertainty, and it sounds like hard, hard work. But 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 you do you do sound like you're pleased to be back in the kitchen. Oh yeah, I, I, it's my family and my business partners mainly. I can't sit still, so to be back at work, even though it's quiet, it was really eerie. Start off, it's getting a lot busier now, which is nice. At the market, quite you've got a lot of physical physical distancing, so you know we've got all the right measurements in place. We're getting um perspex installed at May May so that you've got that barrier to protect the team and the customer. Yeah, but it's, it's just so lovely to be back at work and doing something and being productive and all the messages that we get from all the orders as well and the little notes. It's just so so it's so lovely to know that we have we have that customer support as well. And what about selling hot food? Is that on the cards anytime soon? I think it's just it's, it's going to be very difficult to manage um, people not eating in the market. I think that um, what, what we said to them, we agreed that we want to obviously want to sell food because that's the only sort of operations that make that's what may may serve mainly. That's where we make our, our revenue. And so we came to a conclusion that we can do like a may may bakery, the so cold goods, the baked goods that people consume off site on the market, um, outside of the market. Um, sure. So we'll be starting that up on this Friday and Saturday, which I'm quite excited about. It's all the sort of the childhood memory sort of Chinese bakeries because I can't get to Chinatown myself. So, and this is what I normally have for lunch. I normally go to Chinatown to do grocery shopping for May May, and then I'll grab like a big haul from the bakery for the team, and we'll just sit there and just be like reminiscing of when we've been back home, or just introducing some of the new the team members to. But like, I remember when my staff was like, "Is that French fur to in a bun?" And I was like, "Yeah." try it <laughs> and it's delicious <laughs> so so hopefully it won't be too long till you can start um serving hot food again well i hope so i i mean none of us can really know for sure but we do have that extra protect like like i said it is i mean borough market itself it's like a community service it's open air it, it we do have that distancing they're doing their best with controlling the crowds and yes there might be queues but i mean it's such a i think it's such a luxury to kind of walk around the market and to have all this incredible produce and all these hardworking traders that will be there, you know, we've never not really left. And then I'd love to see that in the summer that we could, I don't think it'd be too long. I don't think even that long, it'd be maybe a few, a couple of weeks or, or um, at most a month, we'll be able to do hot food again um, under some sort of capacity. I'm sure that the whole dining and eating in the market is going to be off, off the, not an option for a while um being more like just come grab take away and or what we're introducing is also meal kits so i you know you can pre-order the food like i said earlier be like even if it's not delivery be picking up say cooked Taiwanese chicken rice you know i think to dishes to finish at home and um, what proportion of of um of your staff are now off presumably all your staff are furloughed and now some of them are off furlough no, <laughs> it's just been me doing this all on my own. Oh. Um, yeah, no, I've been doing everything on my own. Um, 
Wow, so social distancing in May May's kitchen really isn't an issue at the moment. My uh, courier that comes and picks up every day, <laughs> that's the only social real interaction I get. Oh, I so, see, right. So I, I didn't realise it. I, I just didn't think for a moment that it would, you'd be doing it on your own. Wow. So, so you're pretty busy then? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, extraordinarily. Like I've now like got into a rhythm. Um, so Sunday, Monday were closed, so I'm able to be at home with my family. And then Tuesday to Saturday, I'll be at May May even doing production on two days. And then um, jarring, sterilising everything, getting everything labelled and packaged away. And then it'll be like a day, there's two days in the week where we do deliveries. So the courier was booked in for those two days. And then um, Friday, Saturday is where I do all the baked stuff and anything to sell. We also like we set up basically part of our um, standards, like a deli. So we sell all the produce on the market because we didn't you know there's people that do come to the market or live very close by so we have that sort of set up there so that people don't have to pay for ridiculous career fees which are through the roof these days and how supportive has bar market been yeah it's been quite a difficult challenge for all of us as you know for them as a landlord and for us as traders and knowing what we can and can't do you know all these new rules that the government and the councils are set so we're all trying to navigate this really turbulent time together. There's no point fighting it. It's like my always, my, my our, sort of, our company is always like, well, we've got to try. You know, at least we're going to try fighting like whatever. If the project doesn't work, then we'll switch to something else. But luckily, everything that we seem to be tipping our toes into is kind of like working out. So at least we're going to try. You know, this bakery. So let's see how that takes off, or at least we can do cold food takeaway or meal kits, and then. We've just got to keep trying. I think that because we're such a new company, we didn't qualify for a lot of the grants and the loans and, you know, insurance. It's just very difficult to just sit back and wait. Um, having the support from Borough has been really, really, really helpful. And, and finally, you, you were quite outspoken on social media the other day about the support that was available to you and your business. Can, can you tell us a little more about that? Um, I think I was just... Yeah, I think I know what you're referring to is when I was lashing out on Twitter. Like, I think it's because I think the support that, you know, particularly like the staff, uh, the companies I've had, you know, the furlough scheme has been, job retention scheme has been extraordinarily useful and it's given my staff a sense of um, security, especially when, you know, it's not safe for them to come to work. But then I feel like there's been a real lack of support for business owners or like, say, like workers like me who've had to come into work and keep a business afloat. I can't sit around at home and just expect things to be handed out or given out because like in our instance, we, you know, we didn't qualify for any grants and I've not heard about any grants from, you know, there's basically nothing come through. If that's the case, then I can't just sit here and we've still got to pay rent, you know, so we've still got to pay rent, we've got to pay service charge, we've got to pay all the bills that were outstanding and that will just eat through your cash flow without very, very quickly. And I think the support, I think I was just really frustrated that the self-employment, anyone who's self-employed and a lot of, you know, business owners who are, because I'm not on my own PAYE, it's just, I'm, oh, I'm still self-employed because I do a lot of work elsewhere, I'm writing a book and I basically have no work coming in other than what I do at May May. I didn't take a salary for that. So obviously my average income over the past, three years sorry my average I think it was 80% of your net net profit yeah. was just very 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 low and it's just I it's just it was really frustrating because it's just the amount you put in all this work and 
it just felt like there was, like I said, like from the start, there's just no handouts going to be handed out. You just got to work it out. I think what averaged out was less than universal credit, and I wasn't expecting that at all. <laughs> so it's just it it is what it is, really. I've kind of got over that, but um, it's just it's a little bit it's just a bit heartbreaking because it just feels like there's there's a lot of support for some and not so much for others. Thank you very much for, for, for joining us, Elizabeth. My pleasure.